Welcome to The Dwelling Place, where three friends talk about approachable home design and our never-ending search for the perfect rug. So whether you're doing laundry or the dishes, join us in a conversation about making our home a beautiful dwelling place. Hey guys, and welcome to The Dwelling Place initial podcast. (laughs) I am Brianna Buck. We have Kimmy Alzheimer. Hey. And Emily Conley. Yay. <laughs> this is a relaxed podcast. We want you to enjoy yourself. We are three moms who love home design and getting together and talking about this kind of thing. So, Emily, you want to give us the introduction? Yeah. So, since this is our initial episode, we're going to introduce ourselves, tell you a little bit about who we are, and a few fun stories about how we all met and connected over rugs and pillows. And then we're also going to talk about the things we're currently on the hunt for. I'm going to give a quiz to Kimmy and Bree on their knowledge of how to make your home look bigger. And then make sure you stay to the very end for Pillow Talk, where we're going to share about the things we're loving lately. And there's a story behind the name Pillow Talk, which we'll get to. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we should begin with just give a little intro about who you are, your family, what you do kind of a thing, but with an added twist of describing your decor style. Instead of trying to say a particular style, let's go with what three adjectives would you use to describe your home oh, I like decor that. style? Mm. Okay, can you told us this earlier. <laughs> I wanted to surprise you. <laughs> All right, can we kick us off? All right, so like they said, my name's Kimmy and I'm married to my husband, Ryan, and we have our cute little boy named Jude. I'm a graphic designer at a local nonprofit, and I also have my own business where I sell apparel and home goods and doormats and things like that. My style, I actually took a quiz, like, it was yesterday, I took a quiz, <laughs> and what it said that I was, I was like, no, I don't know, it was very interesting, but it told me it was atomic industrial. What is atomic? What I don't even world? know, I don't even know. And I'm not industrial. I think my husband is industrial, but I am definitely not. However, three adjectives. See, I think more in, like, the terms of how you describe styles. So, like, I would always say that I'm definitely Scandinavian. I'm very rustic in the sense of earthy, organic rustic. Mm. Maybe we'll put something in the show notes about Scandinavian rustic because I really think that that's what I am. But it's more organic, natural, like using natural elements in a Scandinavian minimalist way. Okay. Yeah. And then I have a hint. I've been slowly adding a hint of traditional and vintage. I think you're modern too. And modern, yes. Yeah. And mid-century. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do three. Somebody else go. <laughs> I would say, if I was going to pick three for okay. you, I would say neutrals. Organic. I like organic. organic. Scandinavian, modern, industrial. <laughs> okay. Industrial. Yeah. Works. It's hyphen, hyphen, hyphen. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm Brianna. I am married to Curtis and I have two little boys, an almost three-year-old and an almost one-year-old. I'm a stay-at-home mom, which is the best job in the whole wide world, whoop, but whoop. I also resell clothing on Poshmark and I've been doing that on the side for about five, six years now. So... I love it. I love the whole thrifting, finding the the deal and flipping it for a profit. And it's been a big blessing. So, but my style, oh my goodness. I don't know what my style is. I feel like I'm a blend of like so many things. I love mid-century. I think I have traditional. I know I have farmhouse, mm-hmm. although I try it's not good to go to farmhouse. farmhouse. Right. A good farmhouse. Also, because you actually live on a lot of land. It's appropriate farmhouse yeah. style. So I have like a farmhouse table and stuff, which I would like to get a new one of eventually, but a different table. But I don't know. Three adjectives. I think warm is one. Mm -hmm. Inviting and um, maybe approachable. I think think that's. It's not like overly fussy. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want people to feel like they can't sit on the furniture. I feel like cozy fits you, but approachable I like more maybe. Good, because I was going to use cozy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You can use cozy. It's my gift to you. (laughs) I'm Emily Conley. I'm married to my husband, Brian, and we have two boys. Um, Not to be confused with Ryan. Right. We need to Uh, make this clear. Emily is married to Brian Brian. with a B as in boy, Mm -hmm. and Kimmy is married to Ryan as in R as in 
What do you say for ours? Uh, Rice? Raccoon? Roger that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am a YouTuber and a professional organizer, and I also do freelance writing. The three adjectives I would use for my home would be cozy, first of all, and then uh, calm, mm-hmm. I think. I think it's a pretty calm minimalist sort of aesthetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are currently having some construction go in the background, so this is our inaugural podcast episode. So if you're picking up on those things, this is real life of improving home our homes. Renovation. <laughs> Renovating my house as we yeah. speak. <laughs> so my third adjective, I think I would go with eclectic because I also I see that. don't yeah. know how to say boho but mid-century with vintage with vintage i think that really works for you because i don't feel like my house is eclectic but Mm -mm, i have lots of different adjectives but it's not eclectic Mm -hmm. like you right like i think that's really good but you had time to think about this because you (laughs) came up with this idea (laughs) so tell us the story kimmy of how you first met brie yeah so it's pretty cool because i feel like the way I met both of you, honestly, was very non-traditional mm-hmm. with how I meet people. Like, it wasn't like I met you guys through church or work or school, which is pretty much all the people I know. It was about four years ago. It was August 5th, 2017. Oh, and I sent you an day. email at 3.41 p.m. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I was doing pop-up shops for my business that I sell my hand letterings and art and apparel and stuff. And I remember this woman, girl, coming up to my tent and she was like looking at all the like scripture verses and stuff. And I was like, okay, so this girl must be a Christian because, you know, she's really interested in my hand letterings of scripture verses. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, we started talking and stuff, but I have to be honest because I kind of like you made an impression, but I kind of didn't think it would, we would ever see each other again. Like, I was just like, okay, I met this girl. She lives in, like, Franklin or, I guess, <laughs> the <Franklin>. boonies. <laughs> the boonies. I'm like, I'm probably never going to really see her again, whatever. Well, it was a couple days later. No, I, I think it was that night. Oh, it was I sent that you night. an email. Okay, It was yeah. a few days later that you saw the email because it went to your spam. Well, and also I never check my email. Well, that, that is too. a fun fact about me. <laughs> we, we have learned this. <laughs> Um, so she sent me an email and I got an email from this, it said Brie and Kurt Buck. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, who the heck is this? But then I open it up and it's this beautiful picture, like so perfectly styled of my hand lettering that she bought from me. And it was on this farmhouse (laughs) kind of, what do you even call that? A hutch? Was it on my hutch or was it on my, um shelf that I had. I think it was on my shelf. I thought it was on your white farmhouse hutch. Well, it might have been that. That's very shabby chic. But it's like the real. Yes. Like, it's not like you bought it from Wayfair and they made it look like... I bought it from an antique store. That's why I'm saying you have good farmhouse style, because it's like real. It's real. It's not fake. Anyways, she had it all styled and it was beautiful and I was like, okay, I want to put this in my Instagram (laughs) (laughs) and I need to meet this girl more. Like, I need to get to know her more because this is... When you... When you, like, A, know how to style something in your home, and then B, know how to take a good picture of it, I want to be your friend. (laughs) (laughs) So we just, this is the part I don't remember, and I guess you can kind of take off on that. I have our email exchange. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I came prepared. Wow, you did. I guess I did. Somewhat prepared. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you asked if you could post it, and I'm like, of course, and then... Um, I was asking about some of your apparel, and then I saw on your Instagram that you were having a garage sale, which is very creepy of me. And then (laughs) you said uh, you could totally come and purchase the shirts from the garage sale. And I'm like, great, my my sister will be there. (laughs) We'll see you there. So that's how we met for the second time is my sister and I showed up to your garage sale because I was like stalking your Instagram and I'd be like, this lady's really cool. I want to get to know her more and I want to be her friend. And was was hoping... that the garage sale that you bought that driftwood thing from? Because I'm like still hitting myself that I sold that No, that was that your shoe. second garage sale. Oh. <laughs> I think of it. It's like, man, why did I sell that? <laughs> oh, 
that is such a cool, cool thing. Yeah. So we just like, we hit it off and we just started talking and hanging out. And then then I went to another one of your pop-up shops. Yep. And then I don't even know. It just like, I was like, hey, can you and your sister help me out and be models for my clothing? Mm -hmm. From there, it just kind of. That's another thing. When we bought some shirts from you, I sent you more pictures and then you used those for your Instagram as well. Yes, because you sent me the pictures of you modeling them. I was like, holy cow, this girl's like really good at taking pictures. I already knew that. But also of clothing. So that's that's because Poshmark and modeling clothing to resell it. It just all makes sense. <laughs> then, fast forward a couple years. Yep. I don't have the date. Do you know the date? It would have been the summer of 2018. Okay. So, this was actually a very tumultuous summer for me <laughs> because I was going through some trying times with, uh, we were leaving a church in the middle of it all. And it, I felt kind of bad because, so what happened was, again, non-traditional meeting. Emily sent me a DM through my Instagram, which I do check DMs, by the (laughs) way, more so than my emails. (laughs) She sent me a DM and she was like, hey, you know, we're moving to the area from Arizona. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want to get to know you. And I think you were asking me about the church that I was part of. And I was like, oh, shoot, I'm leaving the church that you are thinking of going to. You could still go, but I won't be there. (laughs) Um, So then we were going to get together, but it was just such a crazy time for me. And then I felt, honestly, Emily, I don't even know if I've told you this, but I felt so bad because you were like, what, how many months pregnant? Eight. Eight months pregnant. Living across the country. Moving across the country. And... Like, I don't know. I feel like when I look back at it, I'm like, man, you had, like, no one. You had no one to, like, be with you during, like, that whole time. Like, the last trimester of your pregnancy. And so... It was a crazy time. Yeah. So, we never actually ended up meeting until, like, the end of summer. Right. right? Like, at some point in the fall. Yeah. I think I'd already had Bennett. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. And I think... Part of it, too, now that I look back on it, which I will go into detail because we are a fun-loving podcast, but sometimes we will share heartfelt things. Yeah, absolutely. I I was struggling with infertility pretty strong then, so I think that was also part of it that, like, you were having a baby and I was just like... girl wants to get together and be a friend. (laughs) And I was like, ugh, I'm going through this really hard transition with my church and then also can't get pregnant. And this girl. So it was just yeah. really bad timing. And I feel bad when I look back on it because I'm like, man, I should have just gotten to know you because when we finally did meet, <laughs> it was like totally clicked. It was the coolest thing ever because I remember, I still remember that day in Latte Lounge, like oh, talking. Yeah. I don't know if you remember our conversation. Yeah, I do. We just kept like talking and talking. Yeah. And you kept being like, I have, to, I got to go back to work. Oh yeah, it was a lunch break. <laughs> yeah. And we just talked about pretty much personality tests for the most part. (laughs) And Instagram strategy and stuff maybe too. Yeah. Yes. And when I meet somebody that's like into Instagram and like learning the algorithm and learning, I'm like, oh man, I need you to be my friend. (laughs) (laughs) So again, it was just like, she gets me. She's like, like you're very entrepreneurial and yeah. I didn't even know, honestly, until recently, how entrepreneurial yeah. you are. <laughs> A little too entrepreneurial. Emily's had every job under the sun. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. You could kind of expound on that, but that's yeah. what I remember. So, when we decided we were moving from Phoenix, Arizona to this small town <laughs> in upstate New York that I'd been to once before in my life, while I was eight months pregnant, we were going to make this move. So the first thing I did was look on Instagram and see what there was for Oneonta, New York. And the first profile that popped up was Kimmy's. And so then I started following her and was like, oh, she's a Christian. She has really cute pictures. This is really cool. She has a small business. She's artsy. And so then I'd sent you the message when I found out, because then the second thing I did after going on Instagram, the second thing I did was Google churches 
and like make a list of all the churches that were around. So then that's when I got up the courage to like send you a <laughs> message, which took me a really long time, oh. and I like rewrote it so many oh. times. I was like so stressed, and then you didn't get back to me for a long time <laughs> I'm because you were going to the mint. Um, like weekend thing or something. There was like something oh, event you that's had. Right. So you didn't get back to so me. So I guess I didn't. Back. But I think I did read it. But I didn't get yeah. back. Yeah. Oh man, I stink. And then, so then I was like, oh, this is terrible. And then everyone listening to us <laughs> thinks I'm a horrible human. No. No. <laughs> no. But honestly, like it was such a crazy time for me too. I think it was we met at the right time because we had to move out here. We had to find a place to live. We moved into a rental house on Labor Day weekend, and then I had Bennett That's Friday crazy. after oh my that. Goodness. Insane. Yeah. Totally insane. It was crazy. So. I can't I, imagine. <laughs> I don't think I could have handled much more, like, developing relationships with people. Yeah. Because I just had to be focused on, like, getting us into a house and getting unpacked enough to have... A crib that I could, like, bring the baby back to. And it was just crazy. Yeah. (laughs) So we met at the right time, I feel like. Well, that's good to hear. And I, like, that's how God works, you know. Mm -hmm. He knows. And just, like, when minutes from now when we talk about the podcast and how it happened at the right time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, that's just, that's how God works. So. It's really cool. Now, I can't remember exactly how the three of us getting together was that I just, I remember telling Brie all the time, hey, you need to meet this girl, Emily. And I think I did the same to you. You did the same to me when we met for coffee. Except I didn't have Instagram and any social media presence whatsoever. Yeah. (laughs) You kept saying, you need to meet Brie. And then She's a little weird, but... (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. You gave Brie my phone number. So then, like, a few days later, I got this text from Brie... And it was, like, a picture of you and your family. And yeah, so you know it's like, not, like, this weirdo texting you. Yeah, <laughs> it was, like, together. this whole little intro of, like, who you were and how, like, you've been married to Kurt and you have this cute baby and, um, like, what you're into and what you enjoy and all this stuff. And so then we realized we both like thrifting. So I did some stalkerish thing on YouTube. You though, did? Because I knew you had a, you had told me that you had a YouTube channel. So I watched a bunch of your videos Ahead of time. I didn't know you did that. that. Yeah. So then we set a date to go thrift together. Yep. And meet in person. Mm -hmm. And I went to the wrong place. Because I went to Silks and Treasures. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And it was closed. Yeah. Because it opens at 10. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And I walked there, of course. And so then I was like texting Brie and I was like, it's not open yet. And she's like, no, not Silks and Treasures, Salvation Army, which is at the other end of Main Street. So, like, pushing Bennett in the stroller, like, <laughs> like, as fast as I could down the street to get to the Salvation Army. I get there and I'm, like, all sweaty and, like, out of breath. And then I was like, hi, I'm Emily. And how did that go? It was good. We good. Drifted and we kind of, like, went on either side of the aisle and just kind of, like, chit chatted. And yeah. And I asked Brie, that's like, so funny that that's, like, your first meeting of, like, a thrifting date. Yeah. Like, who does amazing. that? Who does that? I love you guys. Yep. And I asked Brie, like, what kind of things do you look for to resell? And, like, what is, what's valuable stuff? And so we, like, talked through some of that. And I got a shirt that you found. I'm pretty sure you're like, oh, you should wear this. It's got stripes. You like stripes. And I knew that because I watched your videos. Yeah. (laughs) So that's how we met. And when is the first time that all three of us were together? Yeah, I couldn't remember. (gasps) We went to the greenhouse. We went to the the greenhouse. greenhouse. Yes. With Mariah. Yes. Okay. So that was our first hangout? I think so. That was a fun day. That was, that was a fun day. So, okay, so fun. and I was pregnant because I wouldn't eat turkey. <laughs> you told me right. you were pregnant in the car yes, on the way there. Right. Okay, yeah. And that was so a fun part day. of the reason we went to that particular greenhouse was because you were scouting it out as a location yep. for, your for your maternity okay. photos. Good yeah. memory, Emily. That was yeah. a fun trip to Del High and going to all those different shops. Yeah. And- mm-hmm. Del High became cool after I moved out of Del High, <laughs> which is a bummer, but it's a fun place to visit. Yeah. I remember in the greenhouse, you guys were, like, stopping and, like, taking pictures of all of us and, like, doing candid ones and being like, now, look away that way and, like, taking pictures. And I was like, 
This is amazing. We should People, make, we can like, take pictures together for Instagram and not feel weird. <laughs> we have all those pictures, too. Oh, yeah. We can post so them to awesome. our Instagram stories. We should do, like, a anniversary trip there sometime. Oh. <laughs> okay, so that's how we all met. Now, how did Marco Polo start? Well, I think Bree should take that. So, Marco Polo is the best app ever, and I've been <laughs> spreading the news of this app for a long time. Um, I first got on it with my sister, and we Marco Poloed, and right after that, I'm like, oh my word, we need to get Kimmy and Emily on this. So, I think I Marco Poloed you first, and then we started a group with all three of us, and we literally spent hours talking just well, about explain pillows. what it is. Like, what, what is the app It's a like? video text message app basically. So you send videos back and forth and it's not like FaceTime where it's real time although you can watch things in real time. It's always one person reacting to the other in video form. So one night we got talking on it late at night and we literally spent hours talking about pillows, the shape to chop or not to chop <laughs> and just all these different things and it just exploded from there and it is, that started back in January? Yeah. Right? I, yep. I still remember that night because my nephew was here watching a football game with my husband. They thought I was the weirdest person ever because I kept move, going into our entry room to talk to you girls because I was, like, embarrassed to talk in front of them. <laughs> but it was so much fun. Like, Ryan's yeah. like, what are you guys talking about? I'm like, pillows. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about throw pillows, okay? <laughs> <laughs> was that really our first? I think it was our first. I think that was like our first deep dive into like yeah. home just decor. home stuff, mm-hmm. and it didn't stop. No. Like yeah. this was literally going on for two weeks. I remember coming into my bedroom, just dying laughing because I was like, "Girls, I have another question about pillows." <laughs> I remember that, too. I remember you getting really giggly. Yes. And I'm um, feeling it coming on right now, so I'm going to rein it in. <laughs> Deep breath. <laughs> I remember showing you guys, because I was texting you guys pictures of my two living rooms, like the front room parlor oh, yeah. and the family room, texting you guys pictures, and you were both like, I just can't understand how these rooms are laid out and how they fit together through these pictures, and then that convinced me to get on Marco Polo, so then I could show you right. the rooms. And then one night, pretty late, when I was home by myself, we just totally rearranged the fr- the couches in that one room, because mm-hmm. I just could not get them to yeah. fit right. And so you had me like, pull it way up, yep. so yeah. you could walk behind it, and I was like, this is really weird, isn't it? And you're like, no, it's awesome! It Give it a chance! It's yeah. awesome! I love it. I love how your couch is like, and then the console table that you oh, got. Yeah, we Marco Polo that whole thing. Yep. We send each other a lot of links. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then we always laugh about like when two of us are talking back and forth for a while, and then the third one pops in. We're like, oh, sorry. You're it's like have a forty lot to missed catch polos, <laughs> right? <laughs> Not only pillows are we obsessed about, we are also obsessed about rugs, and yes. this. Oh, man. The stories that come from our rug episodes on Marco Polo. And it's just so fun because I don't even know where to begin with that. I mean, at one point, I had Brie coming to my house with a rug she owned Uh because I wanted that same rug, but I needed to see it in the place of my dining room. And it looks different in which direction you put it in, too. Like, it's lighter or darker on either end. So, she was so kind and brought her rug over so I could see it in my dining room, and it looked perfect. So, now Brie and I have the same rug in our dining room. (laughs) Except that rug used to be in my bedroom, and then I moved it to my dining room, which looks amazing in my dining room, but now I need a new rug for my bedroom. Right. So we're still on the hunt. But and once you, you moved that rug to your dining room, but Kimmy had just gotten the Chris Loves Julia rug. Right. So I was like, okay, also you just need to know we're all obsessed with Chris, Chris Loves, Loves Julia, Julia. Yes. which is a blogger who does home renovations, home design, all that kind of stuff. So she came out with a collection of rugs that I, we all mm-hmm. are like obsessed about. I was blessed enough to get one. And when it came in, it was supposed to be for my dining room, and it just looked way too pink. And I just didn't like it, and I was going to ship it back, but then I realized, oh, I have a friend who happens to love 
Hank, <laughs> which is Emily. <laughs> so she was redoing her bedroom, and I was like, Emily, I really think this would look amazing in your bedroom. And she which took also a look started at, on Marco Polo, which also started on Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. So what happened was she took my, she ended up taking my rug, the rug that I had in my dining room, ended up actually going into my bedroom because it just looks way better in here. You just you need to see it sometime. We will take a picture of it. And so then I needed a rug for my dining room. And that's when Brie came over with her rug to show me how her rug would look <laughs> in my dining room. And we literally have just like rug swapped here and there. Yeah. And now we're all on the hunt mm-hmm. for more rugs. <laughs> Always on the hunt. <laughs> Always on the hunt for the perfect rug. So I remember we were so excited when that Chris Loves Julia rug came in because you've been waiting so yeah. many months for it to come. Yeah, it was on back order. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you did the Marco Polo of the package arriving and, like, opening it, and then you got it all set up, and we're like, guys, it's pink. <laughs> and then you're like... Because you have undertones that, yeah. don't, that bring out the pink. I have yeah. green undertones which bring out the red, the pink of it and it just looked way too pink. Yeah. And it was hard to tell on Marco Polo but you texted us pictures of it too. Yeah. And I have to give credit to Ryan because he actually was the first one that was like, that's a pink rug. I'm like, no it's not. I think I was in denial because I just wanted it so bad to work. Yeah. So, yeah. So I remember when you realized it was really pink. And Brie had to come over and, like, verify it in person. Yes. That it was pink. <laughs> and um, then I was like, oh, I really want that rug. But I bet Kimmy will want to, like, sell it. Because you got it at a discount yeah. for, like, the pre-release, yeah. like, mm-hmm. launch. Like, she's going to want to sell it for as much as it's selling for now. But you sold it to me for the I love discount. Yep. <laughs> And you brought it over to my house, and we got it set up, and it's perfect. It's perfect. In my the pinkish, perfect rug. pinkish mm-hmm. bedroom. Yes. <laughs> we have so many stories to tell you guys of how our rooms have evolved and transitioned through these months of Marco Polo, but we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So welcome back. I wanted to just share about how we decided to start this whole podcast thing. So again, I have to give credit to my husband because one day when we were doing our usual washing dishes while Marco Poloing, (laughs) I was just talking with the girls again about home decor, probably rugs or pillows, one of those. And Ryan just stopped, like I stopped and Ryan was like, Kimmy, why don't you guys just have a podcast? You just keep talking about home decor and you can have people listen to you talk about home decor. And I was like, oh my gosh. It was like a light bulb. It was like, yes, I love this idea. Please let me just talk about home decor and people listen to me. So I mentioned it to the girls and I could tell there was like this glisten in your eyes, but there was a reluctancy. Yeah, there's a hesitancy for sure. Like we were like, I was like, I was excited to do it at the prospect, but I was just like, uh, I, I had a newborn, like a new newborn at the time. I'm just like, I don't feel like this is the time. I didn't feel a piece about it. But then after a few months go by and us changing all our rooms and talking about <laughs> it, <laughs> it came up again. Um, was it last month or something like that? I remember it too, because I had been thinking about starting a podcast or trying to like do a, like that the three of us should have a podcast But I was also, like, I didn't want to start another thing besides my YouTube channel because that really hadn't Mm -hmm. taken off yet and I knew I needed to keep being consistent and focused on that with also the freelance writing and all the other stuff. I was like, I don't know how I can make it work. But then you had texted us about it and you're like, this is probably a stupid idea and you guys won't want to do it, but I think we should start a podcast. And you had a whole note full of topic ideas. ideas I, went, I went wild. And segments. And you had a name. I, guys, I went wild. It was crazy. But it was so <laughs> exciting. And that's when I created the Google Drive <laughs> folder for it and a spreadsheet with all the topics. You guys have no notes. idea how many names this podcast has gone through. <laughs> it's yeah. like over 50. Yes. It's been a lot. <laughs> yep. So I remember... The very, that night when Brie 
came around to see in the light. <laughs> out of the blue. Out of the blue. I was driving at the car. I'm like, we need to do the podcast. Like, I was getting so excited about it. And I just, like, I can't even tell you. I was doing dishes because that's what I do when I Marco Polo. And my heart just, like, dropped. Like, in a good way. Like, you know that? <laughs> not like, but just like, what? So, and I literally stopped it, pushed pause it, and yelled to Ryan and said, Bree wants to do the podcast. <laughs> and he's like, oh, really? And then all of a sudden, Bree's like, but I'm getting really excited, but I need to talk to my husband first. And I was like, Bree, you cannot tease us like this. <laughs> do not tease us if you don't know if you can do this. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Kurt agreed. <laughs> So it was just really, and I guess I just wanted to get a little mushy mush, which again, this podcast will not be mushy unless we're talking about pillows, which are mushy, but, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> but I'm so I just wanted to say that I think it's just a real cool thing that God did with the three of us. And I feel mm-hmm. like it was definitely like ordained for the three of us meeting, how we met, mm-hmm. our friendship, the timing of our friendship. I mentioned before that with leaving my church community was just like really hard. And it was like meeting you two at that time when I was out of that community mm. and getting the mm. friendship was just like what I needed. And then this podcast fast forward also came at a really special time for me. And, um, you know, just getting a little personal here. Um, I ended up going through a silent miscarriage, which was just really difficult for me. And it was really just a special time because the, the miscarriage happened only like two weeks prior to when Bree said, Hey, I feel like we need to do this podcast. And it was just like something that like a distraction, but also just like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. And it just helped me through Mm. in a way. Like I was grieving in a way of the traditional grieving, but I also needed something hopeful Mm -hmm. and happy. And this just brought me so much joy in that. And I do want to share one more thing about my friendship with you two, because the morning I ended up needing surgery, um, a DNC because the baby wasn't passing on its own. And that morning of my surgery, Brie came and gave me the most beautiful necklace that was a forget-me-not, which I think we should link because I think it's like the oh, most yeah. special thing to give somebody who goes through a miscarriage. And she gave that to me before my surgery. And then when I'm coming home from my surgery, I see flowers on my doorstep from Emily. And it was just like, (laughs) I love these girls so much. And I'm not going to cry, but I just want to say I love you both. And I'm so grateful for our friendship. I'm grateful for this podcast. And I will stop with the mush. (laughs) (laughs) It's good mush. It's good mush. Yeah, it's definitely a unique relationship that we have with each other. And I'm very grateful for it, too, because... My sister ended up getting married and moved away, and I don't have, like, a ton of close friends in the area, and just having our relationship Mm -hmm. has really helped me to, you know, talk about home decor and get together with our kids and hang out, and it's just really helped me also through a difficult season, and I feel so connected to you guys in a very different and unique way, and I think this podcast is amazing, and we're just turning our Marco Polos into a podcast, basically, so I hope you guys are enjoying our conversation. It is so cool, because I met you two both at a time when I lost my community, or I was leaving behind this amazing church that we had found and felt so connected to, the friends, like, we moved to Arizona right after we got married, like, literally... A week after we got married. We moved to Arizona. So pretty much my whole adult life was there. And we were leaving behind everyone Mm -hmm. and everything to move here really suddenly. And then, like, that's how then I met you two. It's awesome. God is good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So with that... Shall we do a little seek and ye shall find? Yes, let's get into it. Oh man, guys, I always have something I'm looking for. (laughs) Emily, do you want to explain what this segment is? Seek and ye shall find is our um, segment of the podcast show 
where we share specific items that we're looking for and we discuss them with each other and maybe sometimes we can help direct each other in the right direction, share our opinions and our thoughts about it. For this episode, we know Kimmy is on the hunt. Yes, I am on the hunt for sconces. I'm on, I'm looking for exterior sconces for our porch renovation, which I think I may have found with the help of these girls prior to this podcast through Marco Polo. (laughs) Um, But I'm still a little unsure because let's look at this real quick. It's called Outdoor Barn Light, which Mm. just rubs me the wrong way. It doesn't look like a barn light. It doesn't look like a barn light, but like, is it farmhousey? Because I'm not, I I don't. I think it's more modern. Uh, We should describe it. It's a black and it has a black arm that comes up and down and then it has a asymmetrical cone as the light fixture. But think of the cone like those dresses that were popular like five years ago that I hated where they were long in the The back. The high-low. Yes. (laughs) This is a (laughs) high-low Pendant thing. (laughs) But I like it. This is where this is where I'm at right now. I don't have any other options at the moment. I think it's cool. Both Ryan and I approve. You guys approve? I like it. Yeah. All right. I like that the matte black finish, the really sleek arch of that bar, and the asymmetrical cone, I think is a really nice modern yeah (laughs) i think it's a really nice modern twist on a barn light yeah that that makes me feel better i i'm going for a modern slash mid-century feel because our house is very mid-century on the outside so i want to honor that Mm -hmm. but i don't want to go full force mid-century i think it's a good blend of the both because with modern and mid-century they're more simple and angled and you do have those lines yeah. I think it's I think it's a good blend. All right. Well, listeners, let us know what you think of my exterior sconce idea. Uh, for the other sconces, I'm looking for one sconce in interior in my living room. And this is because I have a floor lamp right now. And we will probably in another podcast go into detail about how important it is to have different types of lighting in your rooms. You don't want just one source of light. You need at least, in my opinion, three. I agree. Three different types. And I have actually four in my living room. And the floor lamp that I have, I just, the cord is exposed. You will learn very quickly. <laughs> you will learn very quickly <laughs> that I hate exposed cords. I hate exposed anything that's like outlets or things that just aren't pretty. So I don't like that the cord is exposed. Jude loves as a, you know, one and a half year old, he loves to run over and try to pull it out. So I'm thinking if I do a sconce in the wall, but it needs to be an up light because I already have other sconces that are down lights. And I think that will actually like look really good in there. I'll put a link or a picture in the show notes of the wall that I'm talking about, but it's about a three and a half foot wall and it needs to have a sconce that's at least, in my opinion, 16 inches wide. I was going to say 16 as well. Because all of this, so I have links here from some flush mount wall sconces that I'm looking at, but they're all like 10 and a half inches wide and they're just too dinky for this wall. Too small. I'll show a couple to you girls and see what your thoughts are. I know I've already showed them to you on Marco Polo. This is a very modern, describe it for us, Emily. Light ceramic wall sconce. It looks like half of a white bowl. (laughs) Yeah. Stuck on the wall. That's not my favorite. Too minimal. Yeah. To me, it looks builder grade. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't have that stupid, like, chrome thing on it. No, I know. It doesn't look like a boob light. No. no. The fact that it's ceramic makes it... I, I think in person it would feel a little bit high-end, but I don't like it. I okay. For it All right. <laughs> well, we have more options here. This one is more traditional. It's got a brass... I don't know. How do you guys describe it? It's An oblong lampshade, white flat. opaque, yeah, matte lampshade, and then a brass handle? handle I don't care for this one either. The way that we're describing it makes it sound off. Okay, we're moving on. This one actually is my favorite, but it's too small. So I'm trying to find one that's similar. 
half moon. This is like half of a white mixing bowl on the wall, <laughs> but on a gold rectangle. Okay. So, like, you brass. take half of a uh, brass. Yeah. So, you take your half of a mixing bowl, stick it on oh a brass gosh, rectangle, and put it on the wall. Oh, my gosh. The way you describe these. I, I actually do like that That's one. the best okay. out of the, the yeah. three that we've seen All right. so far. Here's a hot tip for everyone. This is from West Elm. It's $259. If you Google image search this, you can find it on Wayfair for $100 cheaper. No, it was like $120 cheaper. People check yeah. Wayfair first because it's just crazy. This is my favorite option for flush mounts, but it's too small. This is similar to the one you didn't like. Oh, I do not like that. That looks like from a hotel. No. This is like if you cut a lampshade in half, <laughs> stuck it, stuck to, the it wall. to the wall with a towel bar underneath. <laughs> and then a horse bit under it. <laughs> it does look like a towel bar. Okay, guys, we're not doing that one. No. Okay. This is from Anthropology. Initially, my thought was to do one with a long arm and a lampshade coming out of it. But I don't want it covering. I have an art ledge, which you'll see in the picture. That has artwork, and I don't want the lamp necessarily blocking the art. I don't think it should stick out as far as that one is. Okay. It's like... Is it a... That one is a downlight, though, isn't it? Oh, good point. I don't mind downlights if it's a different type of sconce than the sconces okay. I We need have. to describe the, the lamp. It's got, like, a wavy uh, lampshade to it. Pleated. pleated. A like coffee a, filter. It does look like a coffee filter. You're so right. Emily. With a squiggle black arm that sticks out. We're so good at describing I'm things. going to think this is, like, a coffee filter. Okay, I can't do it I now that I see coffee I filter. I don't care for the... Lamb okay. shade on that one. Yeah, I agree. This is my current fave, which I know you both don't like, I feel like. I like that one. Okay, Out well, of all you the other said ones. on Marco Polo you didn't like it. Well, I hadn't seen the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, my only reservation is that it looks very similar to my dining room chandelier. It's not exact, though. It complements it. I actually liked that it looked similar because I felt like it tied the two spaces together. Okay. And you're not going to see it when you're walking into right, the space. Because this isn't a nook. Yeah. But if you're sitting on the couch, on the sofa, and you're looking out into the dining room, you will see that yes. and the dining room light. But your dining room light is that brass finish, isn't it? Yes. I think it looks good because then it's The price similar. is good. Too. Should we, we should describe it. We should it. describe it. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Two mini lampshades. It's traditional. It's got little it's very traditional. cactus arms that come up <laughs> with two little mini lampshades. It's like shades. a gold post with lampshades on it. Okay. Yeah. All right. But well, they're like a linen material. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what I'm thinking of. Ryan was okay about it. That's all you need. Do I need to keep looking? <laughs> this is perfect. This is like 16 inches also. So it's like oh, the what? perfect. Is it from Amazon? Yeah. Then you can return it if it doesn't work. Good point. I say buy that sucker. All right, guys. Problem solving. On the Weigh belt. in before I buy it. <laughs> Tell me if I should. We Put up a poll or something. And we found. <laughs> Let's get quizzical. Let's get quizzical. Quizzical. <laughs> <laughs> I've put together this little quiz. I'm going to quiz Bree and Kimmy. Boy. This is based on an article I found from apartmenttherapy.com on how to make your space look bigger. The official title of this article is Four Things You Should Always Get Rid Of to Make Your Home Look Bigger. I'm going to break this into four options. And you guys were going to pick which one is the right item to get rid of. Okay, so we can do this together. Yes. And we have, it's a multiple option. Multiple choice. Multiple choice. Yes. I love multiple choice. Okay, we can do this. Power of deduction. Okay. Okay. Now, keep in mind, the title is four things you should always get rid of to make your home look bigger. And I think some of these are debatable. Okay. Is item number one that you should always get rid of to make your home look bigger, A, mismatched furniture... B, sectionals, or C, complete furniture sets. 
complete furniture furniture sets. sets. But you just shouldn't do that anyway. Agreed. Like even if you have a big room to begin with. Yeah. Never do that. <laughs> Maybe I made this too easy. <laughs> Correct answer is C, complete furniture sets. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> okay, is item number two that you should always get rid of? Window dressings, rugs, or lamps. To get rid of? Yeah. Huh. I feel like they would say window dressings. Window dressings. That's what I think too. And maybe it's because everyone always does it wrong. Uh-huh. Which we'll get into. <laughs> you need to go high and wide. That's all I'm going to say. But that's, I think, okay, window dressings, rugs, and lamps. lamps. It's got to be window dressings. Yeah. At least that's what I think it is. Why would you get rid of lamps? How would that make your room feel bigger? Yeah. Let's let's go with A. Final answer? Oh, no. I'm looking at her and it's... It's final answer. Final answer. It's window dressings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, item number three. Maybe because it, like, makes the room brighter and... Yeah. When when it's sunny and you have... Yep. But that's Just because they're not visual. doing it right. If you go mm-hmm. high and wide, you can still have all the sunlight coming mm-hmm. through. And I feel like if you go high and wide, it accentuates the height of your ceiling. Yes. It makes your room feel exactly. bigger. Yes. So, exactly. item number three. Is it A, small rugs, B, dark paint, or C, gallery walls? See, my mom would say dark paint. That's how I grew up. She was always like, Mom, if you're listening. (laughs) We love you, Mom. We love you. Um, But I remember her always saying, you need to paint rooms light colors so they don't feel small. But that's actually a myth. They Mm -hmm. say now that small rooms, especially like bathrooms, you should paint dark because it will make it feel like... More substantial. Yeah. So... It's like empty space. mm -hmm. You can't see how far the The walls... The depth is. Yeah. It's got to be small rugs. Yeah. That can just shrink your room down. Yeah. I agree. That's your final answer? They said dark paint. No, they're wrong. We totally disagree. Yeah. Totally disagree. No, I should have known that that's what they were going to say. You can totally make And my mom's listening and saying, see? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They said you should paint it light. In my experience of painting my bathroom downstairs, I painted... I had just one accent wall in navy, but once I painted all of the walls navy and the ceiling, mm-hmm. and the ceiling, it feels so never much bigger. Ending. It's not. Who yeah. told you to paint? Who convinced you to you paint? Guys the convinced me. I was so nervous about painting the ceiling. They were like, "What's the worst that'll happen? You'll have to repaint your ceiling again." I yeah. even remember on Marco Polo, you're like, "Okay, guys, here I go." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's done. I'm just doing it now. Yep. <laughs> and didn't Edison, like, get something on something and you're like, oh, I'm just yeah. going for it because he already got. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he was And then your paint. fan situation because oh, you yeah. had the fan the van- vent. fan. And I didn't think I could paint that. And you guys were like, oh, yeah, you can paint it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why didn't I do this sooner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It made such well, a and I don't know if my bathroom feels bigger. So I have it very interesting. It's painted dark on just the top third of my bathroom. I wonder if that makes it feel bigger. Probably not. But it does make it feel like the room is unending a little bit. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. I would also say bigger is not always better. There's nothing wrong with a dark, moody, cozy space, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. And that's why your house is cozy. Mm-hmm. I would paint everything hail navy if I could. I love that color. (laughs) Okay, item number four. Is it mirrors, bookshelves, or an entertainment center? Entertainment center. Yeah, that one. Well... You didn't even need to finish that. No, because they're bulky and, like, big and... Some entertainment centers can look really cool. Think of the new Studio McGee ones that came out. I think those look pretty cool. They got the rounded with the the, the caning. Yeah. Sometimes bookshelves can make it feel smaller. I really feel like this, though, is going with entertainment centers. Mm -hmm. That's what I think this is going to say. Now that I know that they think dark rooms (laughs) make it look smaller, I'm going to go with entertainment center. Agreed. It is entertainment centers. That was pretty good. Three out of four. But really, we got four out of four. I know. I know. I was sure I was going to get you on that one with the small rugs. 
But um, in the article, they say, consider these suggestions above and then follow this basic recipe for staging, which I think we would all agree with. You start with an inspiration piece, a sofa, a rug, or a piece of art, and add neutral pieces and varying textures from there. Yeah. We all agree with that. Yes. Let's finish up today with some pillow talk. In honor of our Marco Polo <laughs> long discussions, the original, well, not the first name we came up for this podcast, but one of the first names we thought about calling this podcast was Pillow Talk. Well, again, that's because of Ryan. I have to give him credit again because Brie actually changed the name of our Marco Polo group to, to Pillow, Pillow Talk. Talk. And you put a little window pane background that's very neutral. <laughs> and I just appreciate it every time I look at But she named our Marco Polo group Pillow Talk. And I told Ryan, and I was like, Ryan, Brie just named it Pillow Talk and I love it. And he's like, that's your podcast name. <laughs> and he said that before you said, hey, Let's do the podcast. That's so funny. It, was, it was just really funny. Yeah. But we couldn't end up using it because there were like a million other Pillow Talk podcasts. That also... And they were not about actual pillows. Yeah. So. We changed our name. Yeah. <laughs> but we can have a segment because you guys all know the background to Pillow Talk now. Yes. So our Pillow Talk is just our casual chat about things we're loving lately. Mm-hmm. Should I go first? Go for it. Go for okay. it. I am loving, this is how you know you're 30, (laughs) I am loving my handheld vacuum, this little dust buster. It's Black & Decker is the brand, and I bought it on Amazon because my mother-in-law had one that was very similar, and I saw you had one in your basement too, but I didn't realize it's literally the same one. It's so awesome. This thing, like, I think it cost $35 maybe. I had a handheld vacuum before when we moved into our current house. The previous people left pretty much the house fully furnished. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. Then I had to get rid of a lot of stuff. So it was good and bad. But they left a hand vacuum, which I had never owned before because I always thought, this. why would you need two vacuums? That's crazy. But I ended up using it quite a bit. And I was like, this is actually really nice. When your vacuum is upstairs, you can have this little hand vacuum down here. Keep it in the kitchen. And it's perfect for, like, quick cleanup and messes. The only problem was it was a shark hand vacuum. And the front end of it was literally shaped like a hammerhead shark. (laughs) With these things coming out on either side. So you couldn't fit it into any little Um. cracks at all. And it was pretty old and it just didn't have very much sucking power Mm. at all. So not too long ago, I was working on cleaning up my front porch. I was trying to use that little vacuum to like pick up all the dead bugs and dirt and whatever else is on my front porch. And I was like, this is not working at all. I'm just going to bite the bullet and go buy a Black & Decker one from Amazon like my mother-in-law has. And I'm so glad I did because it is it is life changing. I have to attest the same. I love it. Ryan got it for me for Christmas as a gift. <laughs> love it. Primarily so I could use it when spiders are in the house and he's not yeah. home because I hate spiders. <laughs> and I literally I use it on spiders. I use it on ants because we sometimes get ant problems. And it is. A joy. It <laughs> really it is. Jude, like, he loves to throw rice. Ugh. I just, I can't even give him rice anymore. He always throws it. <laughs> but this will pick it up so well. It is wonderful. Everyone should get one. Yeah. And I just discovered you can extend the nozzle, reachy part, the sucky part. Yeah. You can extend it even farther. That's awesome. And yeah, I'm so excited. I actually didn't know that, so I'm glad you told me. I have this little space in my, in the upstairs bathroom between the bathtub and the sink. It's this little crack Mm -hmm. and it is so hard to fit anything in there to clean. So I'm so excited that it can extend and get in there. That's awesome. It's going to be great. Now, moving on to other cleaning products, I actually, my pillow talk this week is also a cleaning product. And you girls have heard about it before because we've had a whole Marco Polo discussion on sponges. Yes. <laughs> Isn't the conversation you guys were missing out on? It's so... Riveting material. Yes, so riveting. So 
I, when COVID happened, you know, hand soap was just nowhere to be found. So I ended up going through a company called Grove, which by the way, Grove, if you're listening, you can be a sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Grove is wonderful. They deliver to your doorstep, like amazing cleaning products and hand soap. So I was getting hand soap from them. While I was looking at like other products they have, they have this walnut scrubber sponge and it is beautiful, (laughs) which is why I got it because it's neutral colored. It's brown and white. And so I got it because the way that I have my sponges in my kitchen is it's on a tray that I bought. It's like a hearth and hand ceramic tray that I put my dish soap, my hand soap and my sponge. And we have the Ikea sink. It's the two porcelain sink that's two holes, you know, and it's really shallow. So I can't like hide it anywhere. And so it's out in the open. And if something's out in the open, I need it to be beautiful. Even if it's utilitarian, I need it to be beautiful. And these sponges, not only are they beautiful because they're just like neutral colors, they are, you know, they work so well and they don't get smelly, although... I do use them only like two to three weeks and then I get a new one, which I know Brie is like dying because... (laughs) Mine lasts a lot longer than two weeks. Mine will last longer, but I just get skeeved out by them. Hmm. That's my problem. So the the reason I'm bringing this up... I was just going to say, we should describe how these look. Okay. Just picture your classic yellow and green sponge, but instead of yellow, it's white, and instead of the green scratchy part it's brown yes actually segue into why i'm talking about this so recently we went on a trip we went to this hotel and got a suite where it has like a kitchenette and a sink and everything i usually bring a sponge with me and my my mrs meyer soap (laughs) whenever we go to like airbnbs and like i need my soap i need my sponge it's just a thing okay (laughs) But I didn't this time because it was only like a one night thing. So I was like, you know, whatever. Well, I got there and guess what kind of sponge they had? The green and yellow yellow one. The green and yellow one. And guys, you know that, what's that song? It's like, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Like, I literally was like, I love my walnut sponge and I wish I had it. (laughs) Because this green and yellow one, it was like shedding. Like the green stuff was getting all over Jude's silicone bib and stuff. It was disgusting. It's probably like even a worse, like lower grade version of the normal one. But like the normal one is not good. You know, Mm -hmm. like the one that my Mm -hmm. mom uses. (laughs) My, my mom, mom loves me. Yeah, your mom yeah. uses... It's like, it's a thing that our moms use. Mm-hmm. Yep, mine. Your mine mom too. does too. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't moms, know. Moms, stop using the yellow and green <laughs> You use it many times a day. Like, this is a small upgrade that'll make your life so much better. It's $4.95 for, for two. two. Yeah, it's not bad. No. It's really not bad. They deliver it to your door and you don't have to think about it. So... I thought about it because I've had this for several months and I love it, but I thought about it recently because I didn't have it and I realized how much I love it. Hmm. So my pillow talk for this week is my battery operated weed eater and blower. You guys, this thing is incredible. I have used this so much more. I thought I would use the weed eater way more. I use the blower the most because I blow off my back deck. I blow out my driveway. I blow out my garage, uh, my front steps. It's just absolutely phenomenal. It's like $100 on Amazon. We'll put a link to it. It comes with two batteries, which last 20 minutes each. And I bought two extra batteries for $36. And you guys, this thing is so lightweight and easy. And it just, it brings your yard to the next level. Because you can mow as close to the trees as you want. But if you're not getting those little weeds that just stick Mm -hmm. up on the edge and stuff, it makes such a difference just to have it all cleaned up. And, oh, it's phenomenal. You guys have to get it. (laughs) It's so much fun. Well, Emily is getting one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we, we got one that's very similar, but a little bit different. Um, because we just bought ours from Home Depot, but it's also battery operated, Mm. which I feel like makes all the difference that you're not messing around with gas and it's so lightweight and ours actually folds in half too, which is crazy. So it can be like compact, but our blower is still like this ancient, super heavy duty 
like leaf blower thing that we have. So now I'm thinking I gotta get like this battery operated sleek model. Of yeah, that and too. it's not like I'm blowing parks, so I need like heavy duty things. Mm-hmm. I like I yeah. just want to get like the debris that your car yeah. brings out of the garage. It's not that much. And I can't weigh in because Ryan has this fascination with buying weed what are they called? Weed, weed eaters. <laughs> Or, or weed whackers. Weed whackers. Yeah. Um, he has like three from three different garage sales and they all work for like a month and then they die. I don't know what his problem, he's like, oh, another weed whacker? Let me try it. I'm like, Ryan, it's going to die. Just get a brand new one. So everyone, listen to these girls, go to Amazon, follow the link. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. We want to know what you thought of this episode and what you want us to talk about next. And please leave us a rating and a review and share your thoughts. Visit the show notes for the pictures and links to all the things we talked about today. We'll see you next week right here at The Dwelling Place.